The more that problems come in the way, the more that friendship has grown. Falling in love with the Master, we have also seen. In many births, we committed millions of sins and drank the cups of poison. Dying and living for you, we have seen. The things of the heart remain in the heart. The compulsions of the heart say every, said everything. Today, we diverted our minds from the world. We have done millions of dappers and poppers in our life, performed the austerities and bathed in the waters. A jade has finished his birth and death by going in the support of Kripal. Seen, we have seen, the son of Sawan we have seen, a bhajan of Santis on page 260. Dekalaya, Yasi Dekalaya, Lalpanada Dekalaya, Dekalaya, Yasi Dekalaya, Lalpanada Dekalaya, Lahaviti Aya Jimia Jada Dushavariya. Raviti Aya Jinia Jada Dushavariya Oniyahi Pakajaya Guru Nala Yariya Oniyahi Pakajaya Guru Nala Yariya Nama Nala Vidila Laki Dekalaya Dekalaya Yati Dekalaya Lala Sawanada Dekalaya Dekalaya Yati Dekalaya Lala Sawanada Dekalaya Kai Janama Vitalaka Duna Yati Kite Kai Janama Vitalaka Duna Yati Kite Bada bada jehera piale asi pite. Bada bada jehera piale asi pite. Teri katira mare keji ke de kalea. De kalea asi de kalea. Lala sawanada de kalea. Dekalaya yasi dekalaya Lala sawanada dekalaya Gala dila dia dila vicha hi rehe gaya Gala dila dia dila vicha hi rehe gaya Majaburiya dila dia sabakucha kahe gaya. Majaburiya dila dia sabakucha kahe gaya. Asiduniya to mananu modaleya. Dekaleya asidekaleya. Lala sawanada dekaleya. Dekalaya yasi dekalaya Lala sawanada dekalaya 
ਲਾਕ ਜਪ ਛਪ ਅਸੀ ਜੀਵਨ ਵਿੱਚ ਕੀਤੇ ਲਾਕ ਜਪ ਛਪ ਅਸੀ ਜੀਵਨ ਵਿੱਚ ਕੀਤੇ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਚ ਪਾਇਨ ਨਾਲ ਜਲ ਦਰ ਕੀਤੇ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਚ ਪਾਇਨ ਨਾਲ ਜਲ ਦਰ ਕੀਤੇ ਅਜੇ ਬਖੇ ਪਾਲ ਸਹਾਰੇ ਹੋਕੇ ਜਮਾਨ ਮਰਨ ਨਾ ਬੇਦਲਿਆ ਦੇ ਕਲਿਆ ਅਸੀਂ ਦੇ ਕਲਿਆ ਲਾਲ ਸਵਨ ਦਾ ਦੇ ਕਲਿਆ ਦੇ ਕਲਿਆ ਅਸੀਂ ਦੇ ਕਲਿਆ ਲਾਲ ਸਵਨ ਦਾ ਦੇ ਕਲਿਆ seen we have seen the son of sawan we have seen <coughs> and our second bhajan is another bhajan of sanchi's on page 117 you are looking for god and are running outside god is near you don't search for him outside even in forgetfulness you came making this promise I will meditate on your nam. You slept the sleep of carelessness and forgot God in your heart. Meditate on nam. Earn the profit and take some capital with you. As the color is in the henna leaves, so your God is within you. As the fragrance is in the flowers, your beloved is within you. Don't go out. Don't do penances. search for the master look for him inside he is sitting within the body installing a lock he has given the keys to the saints the veils do not open while enjoying the pleasures one has to meditate one has to kill the mind and sacrifice the head then he reaches near to the satguru the love of god is obtained from within outside is the false illusion he who has realized god has realized him from within all the saints have written this oh gracious god kripal ajay says this keep me near you you are looking for god and are running outside god is near you don't search for him outside even in forgetfulness abajan of santis on page 117 ਰਬਲਪ ਦਾਏ ਬਾਹਰ ਪਜਦਾਏ ਏ ਮਾਲਕ ਤੇਰੇ ਕੋਲ ਵੇ ਬਾਹਰ ਨਾ ਪੁਲ ਕੇ ਤੋਲ ਵੇ ਰਬਲਪ ਦਾਏ ਬਾਹਰ ਪਜਦਾਏ ਏ ਮਾਲਕ ਤੇਰੇ ਕੋਲ ਵੇ ਬਾਹਰ ਨਾ ਭੁਲ ਕੇ ਤੋਲ ਵੇ ਹਰ ਦਮ ਨਾਮ ਜਪਾਂਗਾ ਤੇਰਾ ਵੇਦਤ ਕਰਕੇ ਆਇਆ ਸੁਤਾ ਨੀਂਦਤ ਗਫਲਤ ਵਾਲੀ ਮਾਲਕ ਦਿਲੋਂ ਬੁਲਾਇਆ ਹਰ ਦਮ ਨਾਮ ਜਪਾਂਗਾ ਤੇਰਾ 
वेद तुकार के आया नींद वाली माल के दिलो बुलाया नाम जप आरिया बेला कत आरिया कुछ पूंजी बन ले कोल वे बाहर ना फुल के तोल वे प्रबलाए बाहर पज दाए हे मालक तेरे कोल वे बाहर ना फुल के तोल वे मेहंदी बिच जीवे रंग समाया तेरे बिच प्रभु तेरा जीवे फुला बिच वसदारेंदी
जिसनु मिलिया अंदरो मिलिया सब ने लिखिया हे दियाल प्रभु कृपाल प्रभु अजायब आके बोल वे मेनू रख ले अपने कोल वे प्रभ लाए बाहर बज दाए हे मालक तेरे कोल वे बाहर ना बुल के तोल वे You are looking for God and are running outside. God is near you. Don't search for him outside even in forgetfulness. This first reading is a talk Master Kripal gave on February 25th. 1971 I'm reading from the book The Light of Kripal and this talk was given the title Love and Surrender One Pointed Attention There's a series of questions and that master answers and the first disciple asks What is that that prevents a person from fully fixing his attention in the middle You say it is the mind but he cannot still the mind Is there one faculty behind all this that prevents him from focusing his attention in the middle And Master Kripal says Mind gets strength from your consciousness does it not Where your attention is there no other outgoing faculty is working Mind and intellect and outgoing faculties get strength from attention you follow me so you are surat attention if your attention is fixed mind cannot work mind works only when your attention is slackened and the disciple says so if i don't feed the mind it can't do anything and master continues It is you who are feeding the mind. Mind is not conscious. There's a vast difference between the eastern and the western definition of mind. East says mind is material. West believes it is conscious. Truly speaking, mind is a vehicle. The proof of that is when you absorb your attention, you are absorbed in it. No other thought comes in. Mind does not work. so it is the attention which is to be fixed on anything when you are absorbed in it no other thought intervenes these are very delicate points and they play havoc outgoing faculties are like the horses soul is like the chariot and mind is controlling the reins the soul is being dragged so what you have been on is surat yoga not intellectual yoga on surat depends everything when your whole attention is riveted at a certain point you see you are so absorbed in thought that if somebody calls you you don't hear although your ears are there 
Sometimes your eyes remain open, but you are so absorbed you cannot recognize anybody. So the main thing is your attention. God is greater than attention, the greatest attention. And man is minor attention working. So mind works, or the thoughts intervene only when attention is slackened. Do you see why, then, so many thoughts will come up? And then the disciple says, the ability to focus attention with more firmness, is that a matter of strength or energy or... And Master says, that is a matter of love, the very easy way. Intellectuals will say otherwise, but it is love. No compulsion, nothing of the sort, just natural. The disciple says, how do I get that love? And Master says, God is love, and our soul is also love, and the way back to God is also through love. Now how to get it? Love is very innate in our soul. This love is distributed into various things. Little here, little there, little here, little there. Take the example of a flute. Have you seen a flute? There are so many holes in it. Or there may be a pipe with so many holes and water running through it. Drop by drop, the water oozes out from those holes. If you shut all the holes except one, the water will shoot forth. Do you see? That will shoot forth full strength. So when you are concentrated, naturally you feel some love within you. That is the means. But the question remains, how to get it? The first way is to come in contact with the higher self. God is love. Your love will have a boost upon contact. Until you can do that, what to do? If a body is charged and anyone else touches it or comes within the area, the field of action, he will also be charged, you see? So the best way to have that love is to come in contact with somebody who is in tune with God. That's the best way. Guru Amardas says, so long as we have got no love within us, we cannot reach God. But where to get love? Love is within us. That requires a boost, ignition, you might say. If there are matchboxes, dozens of matchboxes put into the oven, but will they heat anybody, anything? Will it make your water warm, hot? No. But if you ignite one match, then, so that requ requires ignition. And the other way is if you want to love someone, or you have got love for someone, what would you do? You have constant remembrance of him. Or as a corollary, if you want to have love for somebody, remember him. But real love will, spout, will, but real love will sprout in the company of a saint who is overflowing with love. He is overflowing with the love of God and intoxication of God. If you become receptive, that will give you a boost. You will be ignited. This cannot be had from shops nor grown in fields.
By reading, by outward observances, your attention is also diverted to one place. But real love sprouts forth only when you come in contact with somebody charged. The very atmosphere is charged by radiation. If a man has got some perfume in his clothes, whenever he passes the others, those who have open noses will smell that perfume. Those whose noses are closed, that's another matter. So radiation works, even when those who are just given up to the sensuous life come in within the area, the field of action, they will also be charged by radiation. So love comes when you come in contact with God into expression power, nam or word. Until you have that love within you, come in contact with God into expression power, he who is word made flesh, that's all. All scriptures say those who love God can know God, not otherwise. Who do not know love cannot know God. The tenth guru proclaims, Hear ye all, hear ye all. Whoever loves will meet God, not otherwise. So love is within you, and when you come in contact with higher love, by concentration, you'll be charged. That is why if you go to a man who sells perfume, scents, he may not give you anything, but the atmosphere is charged with perfume. You'll have all perfume. If he gives you one small vial, then? So a God-man is overflowing with the love and intoxication of God. Naturally, those who come in contact with that, within that field of action, they will have it. A boost for God. Love for God. Just like a strong man, a wrestler who is overflowing with might, strength, when you see him, by seeing him naturally some desire comes within you to be like him, is it not so? So radiation works, you see. That's the best way. But how can you love him whom you have never met and never enjoyed his presence? If you have met with somebody and you have given take by receptivity, naturally you'll have that, what he has. As you think, so you become. But we have not seen God, that's the pity. Those who have seen him in whom God is manifest, when they become receptive, they will overflow with love naturally. So that is why it is said that if you sit in the presence of a master, in a receptive mood, for one hour, the effect of that, which you will not have had from years... The effect will be that which you will not have had from years of penances. There you're directly charged. Now when you're in the presence, sometimes you feel that sound principle rever reverberate. Some of you here have heard and have sometimes seen the atmosphere is charged. The room is charged with the music of the spheres. That is by radiation. Once my master went to a village. The room in which he used to sit was in a newly erected building. So I locked that room. Whoever entered it heard that music. That is a charging, the radiation working. At the back of the master's house in Rajpur, there's one water tank. 
if you go there and sit, you'll hear music. I used to sometimes go and sit there in the morning. I have not been there lately, but the atmosphere is charged. The room is charged. With a little receptivity, you can hear. So it is by radiation, you have a boost. And when you sit by a master, it becomes very much easier to see that God is quite at hand. When you go out of that atmosphere, the same problems arise again. That is why the presence of masters cannot be underrated. From thousands of miles, you can have that radiation, but only when you have developed receptivity, not before. So in the physical presence, you get a boost. And when you sit attentively or come in contact with the God into expression power, which is light and sound, the room resounds. And a disciple asks, Master, how can true receptivity be developed? And Master says, I issued one circular on that. Have you read it? The disciple says, I don't remember at this moment. And Master says, that's the pity. That's the pity. Anyhow, receptivity is developed only when there's no other thought intervening between you and the Master. From thousands of miles you see through television, you hear through radio when you are tuned into those machines. But you cannot hear sounds in an atmosphere during monsoons or very rainy seasons. Similarly, in the calm and quiet, with no ripples in the reservoir of mind, except the master having pity on you, then receptivity will develop. A help to receptivity is sweet remembrance, constant sweet remembrance. That will develop receptivity. The disciple says, that complete stillness of mind, is that surrender? Master says, surrender is something more. Surrender is dedication, reposing, leaving everything to his beck and call. I'm just defining surrender in different ways. I will give you one example in the worldly way. When a girl is married away to somebody in India, she changes her name. Her name is changed, her caste is changed, and she never cares where from she will eat or get clothes to or live. She has wholly surrendered mind, body, and soul to her husband. Surrender. Let me give you another example. There are many different kinds of bhakti devotees among wives and saints too. One kind is, oh God, give me this and that thing. And the second kind says, I don't eat less unless I can remember you, not otherwise. There is some condition there. In surrender, there is no condition. If a wife asks her husband for something, even if he does not give it, she remains devoted. That's the second class. <coughs> That's the second class of surrender. There's another wife who does not ask for anything. The third class. Her clothes are worn. She has no other amenities of life. If she has surrendered to her husband, real love is involved in surrender too. She says, well, look here. My husband loves me. 
I'm his and he is mine, but he never questions me as to what I want. My clothes are torn. I have nothing else. She thinks, all right, if in this condition all clothes are worn out, half naked, I am pleasing to him, what more do I want? That is surrender, complete surrender, you see. So these are different stages of surrender, complete surrender. In previous times, slaves were sold. Abraham purchased one slave and brought him to his own home. He asked him, well, what will you eat? The servant said, I am bought. There is no question of mine. Where will you sit? What will you wear? And the replies were the same. There is no question, you see. These are the different degrees of surrender I'm describing to you. So if you surrender to God within you, to master within you, whether or not he gives you money, whether or not he gives you what you want, even if he gives you nothing to eat or nothing to wear, even then, surrender is there. Complete surrender. Now there are so-called saints like that who say, All right, oh Master, oh God, give me this and give me that, give me that. If you don't give, I cannot do your penances, you see. His work is only to obey. Complete obedience with no condition, expecting nothing in return. Complete surrender of heart and soul. No choices left. If surrender is like that, a child is there and a lion is coming, the child runs to the mother, do you think the mother will suffer to let her child be eaten by the lion? She would put herself in the mouth of the lion to save the child. When you surrender to God in man, he protects you. Last week there was no electricity, and this morning, looking out the window at this freshly fallen snow, reminded me of a trip to Rajasthan many years ago. It's a strange connection, the snow and Rajasthan, but the trip was in January, sometime in the early 1980s, and Rajasthan in January is cold, not cold like it's cold here in New Hampshire, but <clears throat> in the daytime, the sun is quite bright and it's very pleasant, but as soon as the sun goes down, it's cold. And when we arrived in Rajasthan, in those days, we there would be interviews early on in the program and then another interview at the end of the program. So when you first got there, Sanchi would greet you and ask about the family. And he asked about people at the ashram. He'd ask, we'd have a conversation about, and 
one of the on this particular trip I was thinking of this morning, seeing the sparkling snow and the sun shining, he asked what crops were growing in the garden. And I was stumped because the ground had been covered with snow when I left New Hampshire. And I tried to describe how we couldn't grow anything in the winter. It wasn't like Rajasthan where when it was cold you could still grow things and, and the snow covering the ground. And it was, we ended up laughing. Um, and I kept trying to think of something that was growing. Um, well, the trees, it was too early for maple syrup and it, it was, uh, so this morning looking out the window at the bright sparkling snow, just, I remembered that conversation. It was very sweet. Um, I could have said, today I thought I could have said, our love for you is growing. And it still is. This next reading is a satsang that Sanji gave in Australia in September of 1995. This talk was given the title, He is Waiting for You. It was printed in the March 2003 Sampani magazine. And Sanji says, I bow down at the feet of Supreme Fathers, Almighty Lord Sawan and Kirpal, who, showering limitless grace upon us, have given us the opportunity to sing their glory. It is all due to their grace that we are able to sit every day and be in their remembrance. <coughs> A brief hymn of Kabir Saab is presented to you. It is worth listening to with much attention. Saints and Mahatmas come into this world in the will of God Almighty, and whatever message they bring from God Almighty for the people, they always give out that message. No matter how many difficulties they have to face, how many troubles they have to go through, whatever message they bring from God Almighty, they always convey that to the people. <clears throat> Kabir Saab was the first saint to come into this world, and he never went below the human body. He came in all the four ages. He came in the Golden Age, the Silver Age, the Copper Age, and also in the Iron Age. You can read his holy book, The Ocean of Love, the Anurag Sagar, in which the description of his life is written. <coughs> Dear ones, the Bais, the Mullahs, the priests, all fall into the same category, even though their conditions and ways of worship are not similar to each other. Because the rites and rituals and the traditions which they follow are not like each other, that is why they fight with each other. They all say that the rites and rituals and the practices which they are doing are the best. And they do not accept the rites and rituals of the other people. 
But history tells us that all these priests and the Bais and Mullahs, all these people get together and they are unified when it comes to giving tortures and troubles to the saints and Mahatmas and to stop the message of the masters from reaching the people. Kabir Saab was brought up in a Muslim family, but he was opposed equally by the Muslims as well as by the Hindus. Kabir Saab said, the Hindus say that Ram belongs to them, and the Muslims say that Rahim belongs to them. They both fight with each other, but none of them have realized the reality. Saints and Mahatmas, the beloveds of God, have always said that God is one, and the way through which you can realize God Almighty is also one. <clears throat> they also tell us that all those who have realized God Almighty have done so by going within their body. And in the future also, whosoever will realize him will do so by going within the body. Swamiji Maharaj said that the pundits imitate. They take up their garbs and because of their own interests, they criticize and condemn the saints. With much sympathy, the saints explain to them, but they do not listen. They always crave name and fame, and that is why they are empty. They don't have any spirituality with them. <clears throat> saints and Mahatmas very lovingly tell us, Dear ones, this Maya which we are seeing, all the creation which we are seeing, running and everything we see happening was not created by itself. It is not like the vegetation which gets created by itself, meaning for which no farmer plows and sows the seeds. There is someone who is creating and there is some power behind the maintenance of this vast creation. Master Kripal Singhji used to say that what one man has done another man can also do. The masters do not tell us we have seen God and you cannot see or that he has seen God and the other people cannot see God. But there is a way to realize things. There is a way to see the things. Just like if you want to become a doctor, you have to go to medical school. You have to be in the company of the doctors. And only then can you learn about being the doctor. There are certain conditions which the disciples have to fulfill. <clears throat> but all the disciples who are put on this path have the privilege. They all have the right to go within and realize God Almighty. Those who meditate, those who go within, they see how the Master is solving all the problems which come in their way. They see how, facing all the problems and sorting those problems out, the Master is helping them to go farther. By reading the history of the perfect Masters, we come to know that even though they were already prepared before they came into this world, but still, in order to give us the demonstration, we see how many precious years of their life they spend in search and sacrifice and how hard they work in the meditation to demonstrate to us that we also must meditate. Because if we want to learn anything of this world, if you want to become successful in anything of this world, you have to work hard. We have to dive deep into the ocean if we want to take out the pearl. 
And if we want to take out the gold, we have to go deep in the mind and work. If we want to take out the gold, gold, we have to go deep in the mind and work hard there. Saints and Mahatmas very lovingly tell us that whatever you are supposed to do tomorrow, do it today. And what you are expected to do today, do it right now. Because you never know when your time is going to be up and when the negative power will come and take you away from this world. We, the forgetful ones, have this habit that the thing which we are supposed to do today, we say that we will do it tomorrow. We go on postponing all the things, and we even say, it is all right, we will fill this up in the diary. The work which we have to do today, we will accomplish that tomorrow. And in this way, we work. Saints and Mahatmas very lovingly explain to us, Dear ones, God Almighty cannot be realized by giving up your families, your homes, your sons and daughters. Neither can he be realized by taking up any special garb or outer appearance, nor can he be realized by changing your country or your place of living. God is within us, just like the ability to gain knowledge is also within us. Those who go to the schools and colleges, those who go in the company of the teachers, the professors, are able to improve their lives by becoming judges, doctors, and the other professionals. Those who don't go to school at all, how can they expect to become any professional or any judge? Or how can they take up any career if they don't go to school and spend time in the company of the teachers? So that is why saints and Mahatmas very lovingly explain to us, Dear ones, the Master doesn't have to pour anything into you. He doesn't have to make any drink and make you take that. God Almighty is within you. And in fact, He is waiting for you, residing within you, he wants you to come within. Kabir Saab says, Just as there is oil in the seeds and there is fire in the stone, in the same way, your beloved one is within you. If you can awaken him, you may do so. Guru Ramdas Ji Maharaj says, There is fire in the wood, but with patience and the technique, one can take it out. There is fire in the wood, but we cannot see it. But when we use the technique and rub one piece of wood against another, then the flame of fire comes out from the same wood. The oil is in the mustard seeds, but we cannot see it. But when we use the technique and when we grind them, when we make the seeds go through the mill, then we can get the oil from the seeds. Masters condemn the outer worship. They warn us about the idol worship. Kabir Saab says, If by worshiping the idols made of stone one can realize God, I am ready to worship the big mountain. Kabir Saab says, Man himself creates the stone idol. He himself makes him God and worships him. Kabir Saab also says, they have made the stone as their god, and the whole world is worshipping that stone as god. Those who rely on such stones, such gods, which they have made themselves, will be swept away in the deep current of illusion.
Mahatma Rabidas says, one buys the idol of God and looking at other people he also imitates that way of doing the worship. In this way, like the other people, he is also in the illusion. When the masters come into this world and give the message of God, people take it as very bitter. If you offer rock candy to a person who is sick with a fever, the taste of his mouth has gone bad, so he will say, take this away because this rock candy tastes bitter. It is not the rock candy which tastes bitter. It is because of the taste of his mouth that he feels that the rock candy is bitter. <clears throat> In the same way, we, the worldly people, by doing the outer worship and the outer practices, we have become extrovert. And by worshiping the stone idols, our hearts have also become like stones. Kabir says, I feel afraid when I tell the truth. But when I see people doing the worship like they do in the world, I find it very funny. I feel like laughing. Because saints and Mahatmas have come in every age, and no matter how many difficulties they had to endure, how many tortures they had to face, but still they have always written the truth in their writings. Master Salam Singhji used to say that one Mahatma comes and he removes 10 or 20 superstitions from us. But we, the worldly people, are of such kind of quality that once he leaves, we create many more superstitions and we fill ourselves with those superstitions. And then a verse from the hymn that Sanchi is going to comment on. The present time is incredible. It is scary as well as hilarious. The prostitute makes you dance after plundering all your wealth and belongings. And Sanchi comments, Kabir Saab said, such a time has come that I feel afraid, but also it is very funny because we are all sitting churning the water but we are getting nothing. All our life long we go on churning the water. If we get the butter, it will only be when we churn the milk. We will get nothing if we go on churning the water. What to talk about others, I will tell you about my own self. Usually a person follows the same kinds of traditions and practices which the other family members are doing. And my father was a very devout Sikh and he used to recite the writings from Guru Granth Sahib. Normally, the people who believe in and who call themselves as the devotees of Guru Granth Sahib, they know five different Banis by heart, and they make it a point to sing them or repeat them every day. But I was so devoted that I had learned by heart at least seven or eight Banis, like Japji Sahib, Jap Sahib, Chop, Rab, Rayas, and some other Banis. Whenever I would repeat or recite those Banis, only in the beginning when I would start Japji Saab would I be aware that I was doing that. And then at the end when I would be reading or remembering the last line of Sukhmani Saab, then I would again become aware that I was doing that. But the time in between, seven or eight hours which I was spending every day in repeating those Banis, I would never remain there. I would never be aware that I was doing that. During that time, I would be mentally visiting my family members. I would be going here and there mentally, talking to almost everyone in this world, and I would never remain aware that I was doing that kind of devotion. 
So when I met Baba Bishandas and I told him that I was doing that kind of devotion, that kind of practice, he asked me, Dear one, have you ever seen any light within yourself? Has your mind ever become quiet by reading all those writings? I told him, No, I have not seen any light, nor have I got any peace by reading those Bonnies. Because we are involved in these kinds of practices, when the masters say such true things, it tastes very bitter. But if you are a true devotee, then whenever a wise person tells you anything, instead of getting upset, you start thinking, and then you realize that what you are doing is not the right thing, and you are not getting anywhere. Dear ones, the reason why I would always return to Baba Bishandas, just like the needle of a compass, was that I would always go to him after doing one or the other kinds of practices, after working very hard. I would tell him what I had done, but he would always find some fault in it. He would always ask me if I had achieved anything from that, and he would always taunt me for doing that, and then he would make me realize that what I was doing was of no use. When I performed the austerities, the Mahatma who told me to perform the austerities said, By performing the austerities, you will get complete peace. So I did that practice, and the way it is done is that in the month of June, the hottest month in India, you sit in the middle and there are four fires burning all around you, very close to your body. And then the fifth fire, or the fifth source of heat, is the sun. You don't wear anything, just to protect your eyes. You cover your eyes with a blindfold-like thing. You sit there every day, starting from noon, and you sit there for many hours. After I performed these austerities, when I went to Baba Bishandas, I was feeling, now he will accept me, and he will appreciate what I have done, because I thought that it was a very good deed which I had done. So when I went to Baba Bishandas and I told him about the austerities, he told me, Dear one, you already have five different kinds of fires within you, which are consuming you, which are burning your within. What good have you done by sitting in the middle of five fires? You have only burned your body, but you have not removed any of the fires which are burning in your within. I have led a very struggling life. In my early days, when I was searching, I led such a struggling life that for many days I would not eat. I would not drink anything. And this is the reason why I feel so weak physically. So far, I don't have any physical ailment or any physical sickness of which I can say I am suffering from that disease. It is only because of the physical weakness which I developed when I was doing my early search because I was not eating and not drinking anything for many days, and that is why that weakness has been created. When you don't eat for so many days, when you don't drink for so many days, then the place where you put the food, that becomes small, and afterward you don't feel like eating, and then you don't have any desire for any good kinds of food. When you follow the path and when you do your devotion, your direction changes itself. So when you don't eat for so many days, and when you don't drink things for so many days, then you lose the taste and you don't feel like eating or drinking anymore. Guru Nanak Sab said, Those who have realized him, go and ask them. All those who have realized God Almighty have done so by working hard and by sacrificing a lot.
A hungry person appreciates the food. A thirsty person appreciates the water. In the same way, who will have the appreciation for the master? Only one who has searched for the master a great deal and who has sacrificed and who has suffered a lot to come to the master. Master Kripal used to say, it is not at all difficult to find God. It is difficult to become a man. You know that I neither knew any critic of Master Kripal nor any follower of Master Kripal. Only he knew how he had to find me. And he himself came traveling 500 kilometers to come to my place and he searched for me. I have had the good fortune of sitting in the satsangs in the company of Master Sawant Singh and I have heard this myself. Baba Sawant Singh talking about his search, how for 22 years he searched for the Master. Now you can imagine if someone has searched for God Almighty, for the Master, for 22 years of his life, isn't that human pole where the Master Power is manifested aware of such a disciple, such a devotee? Will he not himself go and find him? Baba Sawant Singh used to tell how Baba Jamal Singh himself went to the place where Baba Sawant Singh was living and how Baba Jamal Singh himself found him. In the same way, seven years before Master Kripal Singh met Baba Sawant Singh physically, he started having inner visions of him. So you can imagine, you can see that those who receive the Master, those who meet the Master with so much yearning and hard work, Will they not obey the commandments of the Master? In fact, they bow down to every single word spoken by the Master, and they obey him completely. Master Kripal knew the glory and the importance of the Nam. He knew the glory and importance of the Master. That is why he used to help many dear ones to go to Master Sawant Singh. He would tell them, You go to Master and take the Nam from him. I have met many dear ones who have told me how Master Kripal Singh had even given money to those people and helped them and had sent them to Master Sawan Singh for the Nam initiation. So Kabir Saab said, if God Almighty gives the wealth to us, we the forgetful ones wasted in the pleasures and the passions, the wines and the other things of this world, but we don't spend a penny for the good cause, for the spiritual path. Now you see that some people worked hard over here. They did the seva, and as a result, many dear ones the program were benefited. They were able to do the meditation. So to those who have given the seva here, those who have worked over here, is God unjust? Will he not pay them for what they have done for this program? And then another verse from the hymn. If any sadhu asks for a handful of grains, you reply, the, gr the crop hasn't arrived yet. At the satsangs, the speakers are full of arrogance and the audience sleeps. But where they have dances and plays, sleep doesn't bother you at all. Now lovingly he says that if there is any satsang happening, we feel lazy, we feel sleepy, we fall asleep. But if instead of satsang, some other program is happening, like some entertainment or some other thing, then we don't know where the sleep goes to or where the laziness goes. I have often said this, and this is my own experience. At least two times come in every satsang's life. 
One is the time when somebody is getting married, and the other time is if some beloved of ours is leaving the body or has left the body. So these are the two times which come in every satsangi's life. Rare are the ones. Fortunate are those who remain very faithful and devoted to the Master in those times. Otherwise, people mostly just waver and they lose their faith. Master Sawan Singhji used to go through the town of Muksar whenever he would visit his farm in Sakandapur, and there was one family there who was initiated by him. In that family, there was a very young boy who had the darshan of Master Sawan Singh, and when his end time came, he told everyone in his family, "You sprinkle the water because Master Sawan Singh is coming to take me up." What more grace can a family expect than this? I was in contact with that family, even though I had not met with Master Kripal Singh at that time. But I had love with that family, and after some time, when they had a wedding, they invited me. They were very devoted. But when they told me that I should attend, I told them, "I just want to warn you that at the time of the wedding, the negative power will come to your home, and he will make you dance to his tune. So you have to be very careful." But they said. No, we will talk about the master. We will talk about satsang. But when that time came, they all forgot about the master. They all forgot about the satsang, and they started doing all the things which I had predicted. And they had a very rough time. Usually, when people have weddings or ceremonies like that, they get the bands, they get musical instruments, and they sing and dance. And what to talk about maintaining their own spirituality? It is possible that by doing all the worldly things, they don't leave any spirituality even in their neighborhood. I have seen that even the neighbors taunt the satsangis. They say, "You people close your eyes and you sit in meditation and you say that you have the master, but where did your master go when you were doing all these worldly things?" So Kabir Sab says that if they are telling stories of God. Or if they are doing the satsang at that place, we feel lazy, we feel sleepy. But instead, if there is any dance or any other show or any other program of a worldly nature, then we don't know where the laziness and sleep go. From the hymn, you indulge in opium, tobacco, hemp, and marijuana. You do not bother to drink the nectar from Master's feet. We all know that the intoxicants of any kind are very bad for our health, because they affect the power of our thinking and memory. Kabir Sab says here that even after becoming a satsangi, we don't want to give up the hemp, tobacco, marijuana, and the other intoxicants. So when we are not willing to give up all those intoxicants, even after becoming satsangis. How can we expect that God will open His door for us, and how can we expect to progress on this path? Kabir Saab means to say that the life of the satsangi should be a life of example, so that other people may look upon him and they may know that he is a satsangi, that he goes to a master, and they will see that his life is improved. Then he says that the intoxication which we get from the darshan of the master. And the intoxication which we receive from the words of the master is such that it doesn't go away, neither in the day nor in the night. 
We always remain intoxicated with the intoxication of the darshan and the words of the master. And once we have had that intoxication, we do not need any other worldly kind of intoxication. We don't need to use tobacco or marijuana, opium, or any other thing once we have experienced the intoxication of the Nam. When the Mughal emperor, Babar, imprisoned Guru Nanak Sahib, he was asked to grind grain using a hand-operated mill. Guru Nanak Sahib sat there in his devotion. He was deep into his attention, and the mill was moving by itself. When someone saw that, he realized that Nanak was a fakir, so he reported it to Emperor Babar. Babar went there and he saw that the mill was moving by itself and that Guru Nanak was sitting deep in deep meditation. He was deep in the intoxication. Since Babar used hemp himself, he thought that maybe Nanak was using it and that he was under the influence of hemp. So he offered some more drink made of hemp to Guru Nanak saying that he should try this one also. Guru Nanak Sahib lovingly said, Oh, Babar, the intoxication of the opium and the hemp is such that if you drink it in the morning, it will go away in the evening. But Nanak says, I have such an intoxication of Nam which doesn't go away. I always remain in the intoxication of Nam, day and night, because my master, my beloved Lord has given me such intoxication. Guru Nanak Sahib has written in his Bani, Just like an addict lives when he gets to enjoy his addiction, in the same way the devotees of God, the beloveds of God, live only when they are able to devote themselves to God Almighty, because they Sufi Saint Farid narrates a conversation between two souls, two friends who used to go within and meet their beloved every day. One of them told the other, Dear one, last night I did not sleep with my beloved and my whole body is breaking. Let me go and ask those who have never slept with their beloved how they survive. She says, Oh dear one, this morning I became very lazy. I did not get up for meditation. I didn't go within. I didn't meet my beloved, and my whole body is in pain. What happens to those who have never gone in the within, who have never been with their beloved? I don't know how they are able to spend the nights of their life without meeting their beloved. Swamiji Maharaj says, Neither in any day nor in any fortnight, not even in any month of the year, do you crave or desire for the darshan of the Master. The final verse of the hymn the reverse practice is adopted in the world that is why I feel scared Kabir says listen O brother Sadhu in the end they will repent and Sanji comments Kabir Saab says I feel very terrified to give the message to say the things in this world because everyone is going in the wrong direction it is like the people are carrying a child in their lap, but they are looking for that child everywhere out in the world. God Almighty is within them, but instead of going within, they are all going outside and searching for him. Baba Vishandasji used to say that the one who speaks within you, at least you should ask him, what is your name? Baba Vishandas also used to say that your officer is sitting within you, 
and he himself is moving the strings from the within. Kabir Saab said that you have wasted your life in the passions and pleasures of this world. That very life which you were supposed to devote to the meditation and the devotion of God Almighty. But alas, you have been a very unfortunate one and you have wasted this precious life which God Almighty gave you. It is like a precious gem, a precious diamond which you received and you were supposed to do the devotion of God, but you did not do it and you wasted your life just for the passions of this world. The Master was very gracious on you. He gave you the precious gift of Nam, but you did not utilize it. You did not meditate on it. So you waste all your life and then you repent. Dear ones, those who have lived 50 or 60 years of their life, you may ask them. They will tell you how they have spent their life, and it seems like just a moment. And if they have not done the devotion of God Almighty in those years which they have spent, then what is left except for repentance? So Kabir Saab says here, you have spent your life without doing the devotion of the Shabbat Nam, and you have wasted it just in the passions and pleasures of the world, and now you are repenting. What is the use of repenting? When the birds have taken all the crop, what is the use of repenting now? And the tape we're hearing is a satsang Saji gave in January of 1982. <laughs> नाम के रंग में रंग जा मिले तो है ताम निज अपना हम स्वामी जी महाराज कहते हैं संसार समुद्र जो परंदा साधन और तरीका केड़ा है सब तो पहला गुरु का दत्ता हो सिमरन करना और उन्हा दे ध्यान विच मगन हो जाना ਇਥੋਂ ਤੱਕ ਕਿ ਆਪਣੇ ਆਪ ਨੂੰ ਭੁੱਲ ਜਾਣਾ ਕਿ ਮੈਂ ਹੈ ਜਾਂ ਗੁਰੂ ਹੈ ਨਾ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਵਾਟ ਆਰ ਦ ਮੀਨਸ ਐਂਡ ਵੇਸ ਆਫ ਕ੍ਰੋਸਿੰਗ ਥਿਸ ਓਸ਼ਨ ਆਫ ਵਰਲਡ ਹੀ ਸੇਸ ਥੈਟ ਦੀ ਓਨਲੀ ਮੀਨਸ ਇਸ ਦ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਆਫ ਦ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਗਿਵਨ ਬਾਈ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਐਂਡ ਟੂ ਐਬਜ਼ੋਰਬ ਇਨ ਦ ਧਿਆਨ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਯੂ ਸ਼ੁਡ ਗੈਟ ਐਬਜ਼ੋਰਬ ਇਨ ਦ ਧਿਆਨ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਸੋ ਮਚ ਸੋ ਥੈਟ ਯੂ ਸ਼ੁਡ ਫਰਗੈਟ ਯਰ ਐਗਜ਼ਿਸਟੈਂਸ ਐਂਡ ਯੂ ਸ਼ੁਡ ਨਾਟ ਈਵਨ ਰਿਮੈਂਬਰ that who you are bachcha agar mata di gol vich hai to mata nu oda sara fikr hai kad namauna kad onu khana dena hai bachcha de fikr hai isse tarah de tusi apna aap satguran de hawale kar dinne hai phir saada fikr sara satguran nu hunda hai oh saade utton ki karda hai duniya da rang la ke naam da rang chada dinda hai if the child is in the lap of the mother the mother is worried for the child and she knows that when he she has to give food to the child when she has to wash him and do all the things and the child does not have to worry about anything so like that when we surrender ourselves to the master then it becomes the worries of the master master knows that at what time what thing he has to give to us and what master does when we surrender ourselves to him he removes the color of the world from us and he dies us in the 
ਕਲਰ ਆਫ ਜਨਾਬ ਕੁਛ ਤਾਂ ਸਤਸੰਗ ਸੁਣ ਕੇ ਅਸੀਂ ਪੈੜੇ ਕੋਟੇ ਕਰਮ ਪੈੜੀਆਂ ਖੋਟੀਆਂ ਆਤਾਂ ਛੱਡ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹਨ ਕੁਛ ਨਾਮ ਦਾ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਕਰਨ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਛੁੱਟ ਜਾਂਦੀਆਂ ਹੈ ਕੁਛ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਆਪਣੀ ਦਿਆ ਦ੍ਰਿਸ਼ਟੀ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਸਾਫ਼ ਕਰਦਾ ਰਹਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਵੀ ਗਿਵ ਅਪ ਸਮ ਆਫ ਆਵਰ ਬੈਡ ਕਰਮਾਸ ਐਂਡ ਬੈਡ ਹੈਬਿਟਸ ਬਾਈ ਕਮਿੰਗ ਇਨ ਦਿਸ ਸਤਸੰਗ ਐਂਡ ਸਮ ਆਫ ਆਵਰ ਕਰਮਾਸ ਐਂਡ ਬੈਡ ਹੈਬਿਟਸ ਆਰ ਗਿਵਨ ਅਪ ਬਾਈ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਦ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਆਫ ਨਾਮ and some of the karmas are removed by the gracious sight of the master satguru hamesha hi apni daya drishti karke apne sevkan nu saaf karan di koshish karda hai lekin afsos na karna penda hai ki jab satguru saadi safai karke hatda hai assi pher vishe bakaran de chikkad vich libbad jande hain oh pher saaf karda pher libbad jande hain ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਦੀ ਜਿੰਨੀ ਦਿਆ ਦ੍ਰਿਸ਼ਟੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਸਾਰੀ ਅਸੀਂ ਸਫਾਈ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਹੀ ਲਾ ਦਿੰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਆਲਵੇਜ਼ ਟ੍ਰਾਈਸ ਹਿਸ ਬੈਸਟ ਟੂ ਪਿਊਰੀਫਾਈ ਅਸ ਵਿਦ ਹਿਸ ਗ੍ਰੇਸ਼ਸ ਸਾਈਟ ਬਟ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਅ ਪਿਟੀ ਥੈਟ ਵੈਨ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਪਿਊਰੀਫਾਈਜ਼ ਅਸ ਵਿਦ ਹਿਸ ਗ੍ਰੇਸ਼ਸ ਸਾਈਟ ਆਫਟਰ ਥੈਟ ਰਾਈਟ ਆਫਟਰ ਥੈਟ ਵੀ ਪੋਲਿਊਟ ਆਵਰ ਸੈਲਸ ਅਗੇਨ ਐਂਡ ਅਗੇਨ ਵੀ ਗੈਟ ਦ ਸਾਈਟ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਐਂਡ ਅਗੇਨ ਹੀ ਪਿਊਰੀਫਾਈਜ਼ ਅਸ ਬਟ ਅਗੇਨ ਵੀ ਪੋਲਿਊਟ ਆਵਰ ਸੈਲਸ ਐਂਡ ਇਨ ਥਿਸ ਵੇ ਵਾਟ ਐਵਰ ਗ੍ਰੇਸ ਵੀ ਗੈਟ ਫਰਮ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਇਜ਼ ਆਲਵੇਜ਼ ਯੂਜ਼ਡ ਅਪ ਇਨ ਆਵਰ ਪਿਊਰੀਫਿਕੇਸ਼ਨ मेरे पास कई ऐसी आत्मा ने आके दसया है पर नाम लिया है जिन्ना ने मेनू कदे नहीं देखया सी और ना कदे सुनया सीगा उन्ना ने اقرار कीता कि तुसी सानू फलानी जगह की मिले सी मैं क्या हां अपनी आत्मा को हमेशा ही सतगुरु जानदे है कई दफा सेवक सुता पया हुंदा है और गुरु की करदा है कोले खड़ के मुड़ियांदा है जो जागदे हुंदे है many souls come to me and they even take initiation and they ask me if i had ever seen them before because they had the experiences in which they saw the master so i tell them that yes the master goes to every disciple and he not even for one moment he goes away from the disciples he is always with the disciples but many times it happens that the disciple if he is awake he sees the master otherwise even though master goes near him but if the disciple is sleeping the master will come back and the disciple will not know that the master was here mere kapde nu koi trunk ch nahi rakhda da isse tarah meri aatma utthe jandi nahi ethe di safai kar leni badi zaruri hundi hai jab saadi safai ho jandi hai ਫਿਰ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਸਾਡੇ ਤੇ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਦਾ ਰੰਗ ਲਾ ਕੇ ਨਾਮ ਦਾ ਰੰਗ ਚਾੜ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਬੀਰ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਜਿਨ ਕੋ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਰੰਗ ਦਿਆ ਕਦੇ ਨਾ ਹੋਏ ਕੋ ਰੰਗ ਦਿਨ ਦਿਨ ਬਾਣੀ ਅਗਰੀ ਚੜੇ ਸਵਾਇਆ ਰੰਗ ਨੋ ਵਨ ਵਾਂਟਸ ਟੂ ਕੀਪ ਦ ਡਰਟੀ ਕਲੋਥਸ ਇਨ ਹਿਸ ਬੈਗ ਸੋ ਆਲਵੇਜ਼ ਦ ਕਲੋਥਸ ਸ਼ੁੱਡ ਬੀ ਫਰਸਟ ਵਾਸ਼ਡ ਐਂਡ ਇਨ ਦ ਸੇਮ ਵੇ ਦ ਸੋਲਸ ਹੂ ਆਰ ਡਰਟੀ ਫਰਸਟ ਆਫ ਆਲ ਦੇ ਨੀਡ ਦ ਪਿਊਰੀਫਿਕੇਸ਼ਨ ਓਵਰ ਹੀਅਰ ਐਂਡ ਵੈਨ ਦੇ ਆਰ ਪਿਊਰੀਫਾਈਡ ਵਾਟ ਡਸ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਡੂ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਪੁਟਸ ਦ color of naam on them as kabir sahab says that when the cloth is washed master puts the color of naam and day by day the color gets bright and bright and at the end goes and meets and at the end the soul goes and meet the almighty lord naam ke rang me rang ja मिले तो हे ताम निज अपना गुरु की शरण दृढ़ कर ले बिना इस 
ਇਸ ਕਾਜ ਨਹੀਂ ਸਰਨਾ ਹੁਣ ਰੋਹਾਨੀਅਤ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਕਾਮਯਾਬ ਹੋਣ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਕਿਸ ਚੀਜ਼ ਦੀ ਸਖਤ ਜ਼ਰੂਰਤ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਗੁਰੂ ਦੀ ਸ਼ਰਨ ਗੁਰੂ ਦਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਗੁਰੂ ਦਾ ਪਰੋਸ਼ਾ ਵਾਟ ਡੂ ਵੀ ਨੀਡ ਵੈਰੀ ਬੈਡਲੀ ਇਨ ਆਰਡਰ ਟੂ ਬਿਕਮ ਸਕਸੈਸਫੁਲ ਇਨ ਦ ਪਾਥ ਆਫ ਸਪਿਰਚੁਅਲਿਟੀ ਦ ਥਿੰਗਸ ਵਿਚ ਵੀ ਨੀਡ ਵੈਰੀ ਬੈਡਲੀ ਇਜ਼ ਆਰ the faith in the master the devotion for the master and the love for the master swami ji maharaj kende jad jeev sharan guru di aave karm dharm sab parman nasave jo marg guru de batai soi karm dharm hua pai swami ji maharaj say that when the disciple comes and takes refuge at the master he should give up all the rites and rituals and all the illusions in which he was involved before coming to the master and when he comes to the master after after that whatever master tells him he should take the words of the master as the rites and rituals and all kyunki main baba vishwanath di sharan de vich aan to pehla kai kisam de abhyas kite san he ram he gobinda jap mera bahut majboot si ga jis de naal main sabha de vich uth ke shakti prapat si gi ਲੇਕਿਨ ਜਦ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਅੰਦਰ ਜਾਣ ਦਾ ਸਾਧਨ ਔਰ ਤਰੀਕਾ ਮਿਲਿਆ ਜੋ ਕੁਝ ਮੈਂ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਕਰਦਾ ਸੀ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਥੱਪ ਕੇ ਰੱਖ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਦੋ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਦਾ ਜਿੰਨਾ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਕੋਲੇ ਭੇਦ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਹਰ ਕਿਤਨਾ ਹੀ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਅਭਿਆਸ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਔਰ ਸਿਰਫ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਦੇ ਅਭਿਆਸ ਵਿੱਚ ਕੋਈ ਫਰਕ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੁੰਦਾਗਾ ਸਿਰਫ ਚੜਾਈ ਦਾ ਫਰਕ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਵਿਚਾਰਾ ਦੂਸਰੀ ਮੰਜ਼ਿਲ ਤੇ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਠਹਿਰ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਤੁਰਦਾ ਪੰਜ ਸਭ ਦੁਆਰਾ ਪਹੁੰਚ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਅਭਿਆਸ ਦਾ ਸਾਧਨ ਔਰ ਤਰੀਕਾ ਇੱਕੋ ਹੀ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਪਹਿਲੀਆਂ ਮੰਜ਼ਲਾਂ ਉਹੋ ਹੀ ਹੈ ਜੋ ਪੰਜ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਦੇ ਅਭਿਆਸੀ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਹੁੰਦੀਆਂ ਹਨ ਬਿਫੋਰ ਕਮਿੰਗ ਟੂ ਬਾਬਾ ਬਿਸ਼ਨ ਦਾਸ ਆਈ ਯੂਜ਼ ਟੂ ਡੂ ਮੈਨੀ ਰਾਈਟਸ ਐਂਡ ਰਿਚੁਅਲਸ ਐਂਡ ਮਾਈ ਪ੍ਰੈਕਟਿਸ ਆਫ ਰਿਪੀਟਿੰਗ ਹੇ ਰਾਮ ਹੇ ਗੋਬਿੰਦ ਵਾਸ ਸੋ ਸਟਰੋਂਗ ਥੈਟ ਆਈ ਹੈਡ ਅਟੇਂਡ ਦੀ ਪਾਵਰ ਆਫ ਫਲਾਇੰਗ ਇਨ ਦੀ 에ਅਰ ਵਿਦ ਦ ਹੈਲਪ ਆਫ ਦ ਰੈਪੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਆਫ ਥੋਸ ਟੂ ਵਰਡਸ but when i came to baba bishan das and when he gave me the initiation into the first two words i stopped doing all the rites and rituals because once you come to the master and he gives you any practice you should stop all your rites and rituals and you should do only what your master tells you there is no difference between the practices for the initiates those who have got the initiation into the first two words it is exactly like the practices of the initiates those who have got the initiation into the five words the only difference is that the person the mahatma who has got the initiation into the first two words will get stopped when he will reach the second plane whereas the other people those who have got the full initiation will go to their real home otherwise there is no difference jis tarah pati ghar ka aurat bhi jab shaadi ho jandi hai to dusre mard de naal unhe ang da ki launa hunda hai oh parshaama tak nahi lendi rajasthani auratan de andar ajhe vi rawaj hai koi mard turya aunda hove oh zarur paase hote khad jayegi nange to baat turegi isse tarah ਜਦ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਸਤਿਗੁਰਾਂ ਤੋਂ ਨਾਮ ਮਿਲ ਗਿਆ ਹੈ ਸਾਡਾ ਪਹਿਲਾ ਫਰਜ਼ ਹੈ ਆਪਣੇ ਸਤਿਗੁਰਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਫਾਦਾਰ ਰਹਿਣਾ ਆਪਣੇ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਪ੍ਰਤੀ ਪਿਆਰ ਮੁਹੱਬਤ ਦਿਲ ਵਿੱਚ ਪੈਦਾ ਕਰਨੀ 
It is like when the loyal woman gets married to her husband. After that, what to talk about touching other man's body? She will not even accept the shadow of the other man. In Rajasthan still, it is the custom that if the married wife, if the married woman will see any man coming, she will automatically she will at once go and stand in the side so that she, the shadow of the other man does not fall on on her body. <coughs> this is to mean to express that they are loyal and faithful to their husbands. So in the same way, when the disciples come, when anyone gets the initiation into this path of the masters, after that. The disciple should become very faithful and very loyal to the master. Whatever master tells him, he should always do that. The art of sari jindagi ne vich ek mahatma naal banje koi kafi hai. Jada apni thaan thaan khayal nu le sirde hain kine safal ho sakde hain. Mara saavn se kende hende jis aurat de pat bati khasna hai. Oki nu kine khush karegi. In the whole life, it is very difficult even to maintain the love for one mahatma. If we have spread thoughts if we have love and thoughts for so many mahatmas how can we become faithful to anyone how can we develop and maintain love for the mahatma master saun singh ji used to say that the wife the woman who has 32 husbands how she can please all of them kyunki sant mahatma pyar di murt hunde ਹਜ਼ਾਰਾਂ ਹੀ ਮਾਤਾ ਪਿਤਾ ਜੈਸਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਇਸ ਸੰਸਾਰ ਮੰਡਲ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਆਉਂਦੇ ਹਨ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਦਾ ਸੱਚਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਅਗਰ ਸਾਥੋ ਅਭਿਆਸ ਨਾਮ ਵੀ ਹੋਵੇ ਕੰਮ ਵੀ ਹੋਵੇ ਅਗਰ ਅਸੀਂ ਪਿਆਰ ਬਣਾ ਲਈਏ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਤਾਂ ਵੀ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਕੋਈ ਤਾਕਤ ਐਸੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਇਸ ਸੰਸਾਰ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਦਮਾਰੇ ਖਿੱਚ ਲਵੇ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਅੰਤ ਸਮੇਂ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਸਾਡਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਹੈ ਅਸੀਂ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਹੀ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਸਮਾ ਜਾਵਾਂਗੇ ਸੇਂਸ ਮਹਾਤਮਾਸ ਆਰ ਦ ਫਾਰਮ ਆਫ ਲਵ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਕਮ ਇਨ ਥਿਸ ਵਰਲਡ ਕੇਰਿੰਗ much more millions of times more love than the worldly parents and their love is constant so if we cannot do the meditation or if we cannot do enough meditation but at least if we have love for the master then also there is no power in this world which can bring us back in this world because at the time of our death if we will have constant love for the master whom will we remember we will always remember the master whom we love and when we remember the master at the time of our death definitely he will come there and will take us to his real home guru ki sharanad now closing bhajan is sanji's bhajan mujhe apna banalo kirpal on page 253 oh kirpal make me your own everyone calls you the gracious one Oh Satguru do not look at my faults <clears throat> I am filled with many faults Oh Satguru cut my despair I have borne much desperation and pains Oh Satguru please consider everyone calls you the gracious one The sinner mind is very strong it makes me sin and takes away my virtues day and night it remains involved in the intoxication of lust anger greed attachment and egoism oh protector shower grace everyone calls you the gracious one many great rishis and munis were swayed away in the stream of mind oh satguru accept you who will hold the hand of me a small jiva oh my satguru the gracious one of the poor everyone calls you the gracious one 
He himself protects his disciples. From the lowly ones, he makes them the highest. Ajayb is in your refuge. O Satguru, may his honor be protected. O Sawans Kirpal, everyone calls you the gracious one. O Kirpal, make me your own. Everyone calls you the gracious one. A Bhajan of Sanchi's on page 253. Mujhe apna bana lo kira paale ala tujh sab kehte sab kehte sab kehte kira paale ala tujh sab kehte Mujhe apna bana lo kira paale ala tujh sab kehte Sab kehte, sab kehte, kirpa, deyal tuj sab kehte. Na deko mere avaguna satguru, avaguna mujhme bahut bade. Kato mere sankat satguru. Sankat mene bhot sahe Na deko mere avaguna satguru Avaguna mujhme bhot bade Kato mere sankat satguru Sankat mene bhot sahe Satguru karo ke aalde aalde tujh sab kehte Sab kehte, sab kehte kirpa Te aalde tujh sab kehte Mujhe apna bana lo kirpa Sab-ke-te-sab-ke-te-kir-pa-te-al-tuj-sab-ke-te-man-pa-pi-ka-jor-bada-hai-pap-kar-ay-sad-gun-ha-re-kam-kro-dh-mad-lo-bam-ho-
तुम भी न बाहिया कौन गाए बादे बादे ऋषि मुनि हुए जो बेबी मन की डार बहे मुझको चोते जीव की सतगुरु तुम भी न बाहिया कौन गए मेरे सतगुरु दीन दयाल दयाल तुझ सब कहते सब कहते सब कहते किरपाल दयाल तुझ सब कहते मुझे अपना बना लो किरपाल दयाल तुझ सब कहते सब कहते सब कहते किरपाल दयाल तुझ सब कहते अपने सेवक की आपे राके नीचो ही फिर करे आ जाए बेरी शरण में सतगुरु शरण गत की पेज रहे अपने सेवक की आपे राके नीचो ही फिर करे आ जाए बेरी शरण में सतगुरु शरण गत की पेज रहे सावन के किरपाल दयाल तुझ सब कहते सब कहते सब कहते किरपाल दयाल तुझ सब कहते मुझे अपना बना लो किरपाल दयाल तुझ सब कहते सब कहते सब कहते किरपाल दयाल तुझ सब कहते ओ किरपाल मेक मी योर ओन एवरीवन कॉल्स यू द ग्रेशियस वन मे गॉड कंटिन्यू टू ब्लेस अस ऑल